So my joke this week is actually really informative. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's still, you know, a, it's still um, a joke, right? I mean, I hope it's funny. Okay. Well, I didn't say all funny because right. we all know that's not happening. But joke, technically. I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm glad my feelings don't matter on this podcast. Uh, did you know that if you watch The Lion King very closely, you'll notice a lot of symbolism? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something different. Just symbolism. All right. You know, because I'm not lying. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Well, I'm Bree. And I'm Paul. <laughs> He's also disappointed. And yep. this is <laughs> this is signal twenty-five. Um I thought you were gonna say that you can see the letters SFX. There's the a, a part where they blow up dust and some like special effects person who drew it, like in one oh. frame added in the word SFX, but people thought it said sex. Because it's what it looks like. Now I'm gonna go rewatch The Lion King. Now I'm now I want to know. Oh, it's all over the internet. I, I mean, you can you can find it anywhere. Fair, good because I don't really like The Lion King. So, Bree, you want to talk about the news this week? Oh God, yeah. You mean the pages and pages of news we have? I do mean the pages and pages of news we have. By which I mean <laughs> the pages and pages of news we scrolled through on Google. Because there wasn't any. <laughs> there was no news. Uh, the only news I found that was kind of relevant to Disney was that the CDC has lowered its suggested spacing apart well, from six feet to three feet. Is looking at lowering it. Oh, well, tell that to Disney bloggers because... uh. Well, well. as we all know... There are certain Disney blogs, which are, uh, let's go with, not as reputable. To be fair, this was, like, a reputable one. Okay. Well, now maybe they're not. Maybe right. this well, <laughs> reputable in Disney, science, well, to be determined. Yes. But. but then that just kind of brought up, like, my thought that, like, does Disney own the CDC? No, they only own Fox. Same thing, right? What do you think the <laughs> CDC does? To be completely honest, Paul, even after a year of a pandemic and, like, actively paying attention to what the CDC says, I don't actually know what the Center of Disease Control does because, you know what, they didn't really do a good job of the disease control part, so what do they actually do? Well, given the fact that they are not doing disease control, I'm gonna guess they're probably not a center. Hmm. Well, there you go. That's the news. That's it. That's literally it. That's all we got. So instead, we're going to talk about talking about Disney. <laughs> Whoa! On the Whoa. Disney podcast? Well, no. What? We're not going to talk about Disney. We're going to talk about talking about Disney. Hmm. I need you to draw me a picture of that one. That wouldn't work very well. This is an audio medium, Brie. We have social media. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So anyway, 
Yeah. Speaking of social media, we asked you, our lovely listeners and our lovely Twitter followers, what you wanted us to talk about. And we've been doing this a couple of times now to kind of pick our episode topics because sometimes we're really bad at deciding what we want to talk about. If there's not a good reason we should talk about a given thing, we basically just have a backlog and say, internet, tell us what to do. And that's exactly what happened this week. We asked you uh, between four options, which were Disney Lingo, Best Resorts, Muppets, and The Battle of the Worst Ride. And you guys picked Lingo. Thank you to everyone who voted and make sure to follow us on Twitter so you can vote too at Second 25 Podcast. Now, we did not specify what lingo meant. No, so we came up with a lot of things. But we tried to, we figured we're going to err on the side of remotely useful to a regular human. Yeah. So if if you're listening to a Disney podcast, we assume that you know what Disneyland and Disney World are and that they are different places. And if you didn't know that, we are not the right podcast. Are, yeah, for you there to start are other with. Disney podcasts for you, just probably not this one. And once you've listened to those, then come back to this one because it'll be more helpful after you listen to those. And please write in because I am fascinated to know your experiences. And have you been to a park before and still think they're the same thing because now I really want to know. But also, we're not going to get into the specific cast member stuff. We thought about some of those and we wrote some of those down, but we got rid of them because they, uh, they're just not relevant to, to regular people you don't care about days off and, you know, early releases and whatnot. So, Which is ironic because the name of our podcast is Cast Member Lingo. That is true. Yeah. But the majority of people are not cast members, and I don't want to artificially limit our audience by talking about cast member stuff. So, But if you do want to hear about cast member lingo in a future episode, if you are curious what cast members are actually saying when you eavesdrop on their conversations, uh, let us know. And if you really want to hear it, we will do an episode on that. Uh, all right. So let's go uh, into our acronyms slash initialisms. So first of all, an ADR. Brie, you didn't know this one. But that's not, that's not a bad thing. You don't do it that much. Wasn't it no, this one? No, I don't one? know this one. You still don't no, know this I, one. No, I, I still don't know this one. Oh, it's an advanced dining reservation. Oh, no, you told me that. I just obviously didn't remember because it doesn't make sense. Because why would I ever use it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's, it is really useful if you are actually planning a trip that far in advance. So... Yes, I I agree with doing it. I just have never called it an ADR. Uh, next up, DAC, D A K. Disney's Animal Kingdom. I'm not. I'm not quizzing you. Ever, I know you know this. I don't think I've ever called it Animal Kingdom. Like I think I solely call it DAC. I will call it Animal Kingdom to regular people, but yeah, I'll call it DAC to nerds. Thanks. I think. <laughs> Uh, next, we have DAS, D-A-S. You look confused. I had to look up what it stood for. <laughs> uh, apparently, it stands for... Yeah, what, do you, what do you think it stands for? Disability Access Services. Yeah, Disability Access Service is what it's called. Huh. Uh, so it is the 
system where if you have a disability, you like sign up for this card and then you can go to the fast pass entrance and you say, um, hey, I'd like to re- basically reserve a spot in line so that you don't have to wait. So this can be helpful for people with mobility disabilities, um, people with um, you know behavioral or mental problems, just anything that prevents you from um, standing in line for an extended period of time. You do still stand in line for a little bit. Um, just Mm -hmm. to be aware but it's almost always less than 10 minutes to a fault sometimes um yeah i think we talked about that before but yeah and it and the way it reserves your spot in line is the cast member assigning the das um will give you a time to come back that is equivalent to what the current wait time is so if they have the current wait time set at 50 minutes you will get a time to return that is 50 to 60 minutes later i think uh i know for me it was 50 or it was uh the amount of time minus 10 minutes okay um just to account for the um time it takes to get through fast pass but that was movie ride living with the land yeah living with the land never has a time to get through fast pass so it was always just the time yeah that may not be a a thing that happens uh it may i I don't yeah i don't know at other rides dca Disney for- Disney Fornia. Disney Fornia. Disney California. Disney Fornia Caliventure. Disney's California Adventure, though. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these you'll notice are parks because parks have long names. And when, like, it's mostly, I hate to be like that zillennial, but like, it's when you're texting about them and you don't want to type out the long name. Except for Dak. Dak, I will say out loud. Dak, I will say out loud. But that's because it's pronounceable. Yeah, the rest of these. Das and Dak, I'll say out loud. But like the rest of these. Mm, I will say DCA. Sometimes. I say DCA because there's so many fewer syllables. Well, yeah. When I'm in Disneyland, like actively on a trip in Disneyland, I'll say, do you want to go over to Cali? And I'll just call it Cali instead of California Adventure. Which is ironic because you're in California. So that doesn't actually make any sense, but the people I've gone to Disneyland with have never questioned it. So If you're in Animal Kingdom, too, it would also make sense, but it would mean something completely different. It would. Because Cali River Rapids. Cali River Rapids is probably just... how you actually pronounce it, but it's close enough. That... Probably. Okay. The next one is kind of cast member lingo, but kind of not. Yeah, close enough that I, but we, fair, you know, we, yeah. we say it uh, sometimes enough times that, that I feel like it's important to mention. We say it in, yeah, in the podcast a lot, and that's the DCP. It's the Disney College Program. So we talk about that. We have talked about that before. Um, you'll hear us refer to our CP or CPs, basically meaning our particular college program or CPs being like college program current participants, current students. Well, then I guess one that we didn't particularly put on here, but we could mention is when people say CMs. Mm, cast members, right. Cast members. Um, you'll hear it sometimes, not very often. I've accidentally said it to guests before. I've been like, oh, you want to like see another CM? And then I'm like, cast member. You'll want to see another cast member. Uh, the next one is definitely not the Department of Homeland Security. Brie, what is DHS? Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's also not the uh, Department of Human Services. Um, 
I mean, it kind of is. I this mean, it is. is a human service. Well, okay, that's true. But like, there's so many things that DHS <laughs> stands for that this acronym gets used way more than it should, considering how many other things it means. Right. And, you know, if they would have just kept it as MGM, well, we wouldn't be go. having this problem. But better than whatever they thought about changing it to. I don't even remember what it was. I don't well, even remember. There was a uh, Dinny. Dis- Dinny? There was. Dinny. Disney's Cinemagic something something. I thought that was pretty good. Oh, yeah. What was the one that they were going to change it to? It wasn't that, though. That was one of the ones that they were considering, but they picked a different one. But then they didn't do it. I don't remember. I'd have to is look. This recently? Or like this was a few years ago. MGM? This is a few years ago. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember. I'd have to look. DLP. Disneyland Paris. And if you add a little tail, DLR. Disneyland Resort. In California, I it really it really uh you know took me a second because you said add a little tail and I was like where would we add a tail and it's onto the onto the p because because ours are just p's with the little with tails tail your favorite thing in the world DVC sorry <laughs> that was exactly the reaction I wanted so <laughs> uh Disney Vacation Club. Basically, Disney's timeshare. I was trying to think of an insult for it with the, the using the DVC, but all I could come up with was Deadly Vatican Club, and I don't think I should be saying that this close to Easter. No, I was gonna say dumb and very, but then the only C word I could come up with was cool, <laughs> which does not work as an insult. Dumb and very dumb catty. and vague, dumb and vaguely cult like. Mm. Let's brainstorm on that. <laughs> Speaking of things we don't like, ECVs, uh, electric convenience vehicles, electric chair vehicles, I've heard them referred to as, too. I, I think that acronym is elsewhere as well, but... It, yeah, I think that's just what they're called, like, in the the world. But there's so many of them um, at Disney that it kind of becomes a Disney thing. Have you ever been run over by one? I assume you have. I have come close to being run over um to be clear i i think both you and i are very pro ecvs for the people who need them yes we're just anti ecvs for people who do not know how to drive them because they're a mess yeah and i'm like i have a lot of empathy towards people that genuinely need them that have never used them before and are having the struggle learning curve of them that i have no problem with it's the people that you abuse them and i mean i feel like that's with everything in the world is like i don't mind the people that genuinely need it but the people that abuse it are the problem like when i worked at epcot and there was a group of ladies who rented them just to be able to drive and drink around the world (laughs) that's just that's a bad idea on so many levels like i can't fun fun fact that's the park that i got ran over the most because people would drink around the world and then drive (laughs) Their ECVs yeah. around Epcot. Wow. Yeah, so. At least you didn't die, unlike EMH. Rip. Rip. Extra magic hours. They don't exist anymore. Kind of. A concept of them will be coming back. I think it's back. I think it's already happening. Where it's the half hour at every park every day. Yeah. It's basically a park right, for staying on site. Yeah, and who knows if they'll come back to Disneyland either. Yeah, that... 
Is a good question. I don't know. Well, because Disneyland used to be super dope, and if you stayed at like a partnership hotel, you got them. Was it that, or was it if you bought a certain kind of ticket? Also, the kind of ticket, but it was the kind of ticket that they sold at the partnership hmm. hotels. I think because I know I always got EMH at Disneyland. I think what I'm thinking of is that is how it worked prior, uh, just recently, like 2018, I think. They uh, would, if you bought a certain number of, like, park hopper, I think it was park hopper days, you would get, like, a single EMH day mm-hmm. for every, like, two or I three vaguely, days you bought. I don't know if it had to be park hopper, you know, I don't remember. You're right, I vaguely remember that, but I do know, it was similar to that when I went, like, back in 20, God, 13, 2013 was the first time I went, and... Yeah, I think we bought three days, and so we got EMH one of the days. But I didn't know if that was because we bought days or because we stayed at, like, a partner hotel. Pretty sure it was with my ticket, but I don't know that for sure. Yeah, and then after that, the only, like, after 2018, the only time I went was as a cast member. So. Uh, speaking of things that are probably not coming back, Festival of Fantasy. Fof. F-O-F. Which, oh, makes me so sad. I love Fof. It's a parade uh, in Magic Kingdom. It's a good parade. It's the afternoon parade. Um, the dragon breathes fire. One time it exploded. <laughs> Caught on fire. It's pretty awesome. It was awesome. The video was so cool. Was really and no one cool. got hurt. So like it made it way right, cooler right, that you exactly. could appreciate it without knowing someone got hurt. Which is amazing that no one got hurt because there is literally a person in the dragon driving it. I mean, there and the flames were good. I don't know, ten feet tall. It, it was a serious like. This was like one of those pieces of Disney news that broke past the Disney news bubble. Yeah, it was everywhere. Like this was like national news. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, the next one is FOP. Flight of Passage, you'll see it abbreviated sometimes. You probably won't see us call it that. Cause no. We will just say Flight of Passage. I'll just say Flight of Passage. Unless I was texting someone like, hey, I got FOPFP. FP. Flight of Passage, I Fast Passes. Sent... I have sent that text before. That's remarkable. <laughs> well, or one of my roommates, Kenzie, the one that we had on the show for our Valentine's Day episode, she worked at Flight of Passage our, on our program. And so a lot of times I would just send FOP question mark to her. And it would usually be if I was going to be in DAC, uh, if she was at work or not. So it would just be FOP question mark. Nice. And that meant, are you going to get me on the ride, please? <laughs> I don't know what this one is, unless it's the obvious one. FW. Has to do with Epcot. I don't know. Future World. Oh, I was thinking fireworks. Oh, that would also work. But no, FW is Future World. And well, you'll also see rip. it abbreviated a, a rip around the... Well, UK. You won't anymore, but you would have seen it abbreviated around the parks. Like if you looked at like special maps and stuff, it's often abbreviated. Really? That's confusing because they also abbreviate FastPass FP. Mm-hmm. Wait. No, FW is what you said. Yeah, Why was I thinking FP? I don't know. I don't know. I think I was still on Flight of Passage. Anyway. Oh, we also didn't talk about FP. Oh, yeah. Fast Pass. Fast Pass. <laughs> right. Uh, great movie ride, GMR. Uh, it's also right. the genetic matching room 
in Flight of Passage is also, and they specifically refer to it as GMR, and I'm convinced that that is a reference. It has to be. There's because it closed no right after. I don't know. I mean, it's it's not for sure a reference, but it feels like maybe. It feels like an Easter egg of sorts towards Great Movie Ride. MDX, or some people say MDE, uh, My Disney Experience is the app. Uh, is it still called My Disney? I don't even think it's called that anymore. I have no idea. It's the. I don't even have it on my phone anymore. Disney World app slash web experience, basically. I think it still is. I think the app on my phone is just called Disney World. Well, mine is also just called Disney World, but it's when you open it up that it's like. Hold on. I still have it on my phone. Do you still have the app? Yeah, I have both of them. Oh, I deleted it. I got sad. It just says Walt Disney World. I don't think it's called my Disney experience anymore. Is it called that on the website, maybe? Maybe. Because, like, I feel like everyone still refers to it as my Disney experience. Right. I agree. Uh, It does. Yeah. The website is still called my Disney experience. Oh, okay. So we're not totally off. It does still exist. We're not completely nuts. I just think that maybe they changed the app to say Walt Disney World because so many people were downloading the wrong apps. It is confusing. And it's kind of surprising that there's two separate apps considering they're basically clones of each other with different maps. I'm not surprised. You know the disaster that would occur if it was one app? No. Do you know how many max passes people would buy if it was one app? Mm, maybe i don't know i have to think about that yeah think on that because right. that seems like moving on uh oh uh gr nightmare a what wait what gr it's not on our list i know but it just occurred to me gr grand rapids guest relations oh <laughs> i thought i thought you were talking about like grr like grr like grizzly river run <laughs> no oh that's funny that grizzly river runs abbreviation is grr because that's what bears say oh you didn't know that yeah no <laughs> yeah no i was saying gr because you know that'd be a gr nightmare yes. like if okay exactly that is the next one good job <laughs> mk it's magic kingdom i've made that a joke in several instagram captions before you want to talk about the next two? Because these, well, yeah. these are yours. Uh, they are MNSSHP, which is Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. You will very often find it referred to as this because it's so hard to say Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Uh, you will never hear anyone spell it out, though, because no. that's dumb. No. But in writing, even... In the parks, during the party, you mm-hmm. will see M-N-S-S-H-P. Or Not So Scary is another way people... Not So Scary also. Uh, and then the next one is M-B-M-C-P, which is Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Or Mickey's Ripped Very Merry. Ripped both of those. No, those are definitely coming or back. Just, no, are you kidding? Or no, just there's no way Very Merry. No, those are coming back. Both of those are fine. Well, I'm also just saying rip to them because they made so many bad changes in the last three years that, like, they That's, might as well okay, be dead. Okay, yeah, sure, because... sure, sure, sure. Uh, QSFB, quick service, food and beverage. That's more of a cast member thing. Yeah, but it's also a category of things. Yeah, you'll see it on, on lists and stuff, especially on the internet. Well, yeah, where else would you find lists? Books. What's a book? Did you get that Snapchat that I sent you? 
I don't have Snapchat. Shoot. Well, that's awkward because now you have a Snapchat that's... sitting in your thing. I found my copy I... of a 2007 guide to Disneyland. We can do an episode on that later. Yes. Well, speaking of speed, the TTA. TTA. So it's Tomorrowland Transit Authorities. It's an excellent podcast, Wait. but also a yes. great ride. It is a great ride. And for those of you who don't know what ride it is, it's the People Mover. Yep. Uh, I don't know why it's called the Tomorrowland Transit Authorities, but... I don't know either. And they do reference it on the ride. Yep. It's not mm-hmm. like it's just something that like the fandom has created. It's like an actual reference right. in the parks. Like, there's merch with TTA on it. I think it's specific, uh, officially like the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. Yes. Fun fact about the People Mover... Did you know that you don't have to get off? You can just ask them to ride again and again and again. I suspect that they would kick you off if it was busy. If it's super busy, yeah. But if you are just like in the park and the line isn't longer than like a five minute wait, like they'll just let you keep riding. That's one thing that's great about that ride is the line is never long. No. The TTC. Not to be confused with the TTA. Very surprisingly similar. Yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, but distinct, oh, why, definitely I'm distinct. Gonna say, why don't you say it? Because I'm gonna get the order it's wrong. It's the again. Ticket and Transportation Center, uh, and or it's, home of the monorails. It is the home of the monorails, uh, and also the boat, and also the big giant parking lot. I hate that parking lot. <laughs> um, I hate it. Fun fact: I think it is one of the world's biggest parking lots. It is. It's as big as Disneyland. Well, California Adventure used to be a parking lot. Right. No, but you can put Disneyland in the entire Magic Kingdom parking lot. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Last but not least, WDW, Walt Disney World, obviously. Maybe it's not obvious. <laughs> um, let's go into some not acronyms. Or do we want to take a word from our sponsors first? That's a good idea. Let's do that instead. Have you ever wanted to go to space? Maybe. Have you ever wanted to spin around really fast? Never. Then don't go on Mission Space. But instead, go on Astro Orbiters. It's a (laughs) ride where you spin around a little bit fast. And it's only a little bit nauseating instead of very nauseating. It's also basically Dumbo, but up higher. And space-themed, and that's the only difference. The Astro Orbiters. Eh. (laughs) Paul, do you like fire? No, I hate fire. That's why I do a fire-based Disney podcast. Perfect. Then do I have the attraction for you. Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular I've Heard has fire in it. Um, I'd like to correct you. The yep. Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Show Spectacular. The only reason I correct you is because we abbreviate it <laughs> EPIC. It's not an acronym we'll or anything, a... you just shorten it to EPIC. I got a show for you. Um, I've heard it's really great, and I've heard that you should go see it. I personally have not seen it, but I've heard people rate it 10 out of 10. Cool. I've seen it. It's fun. I don't rate would it 10 out of 10. Would you rate it 10 out of 10? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. But I would rate then it a solid, it's... like, 7 or 8 out of 10. It's a good show. Okay. Then maybe I shouldn't have advertised that show to you. Because you've actually seen it. Unlike you. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike me. 
I've seen the stuntmen for it practicing backstage. That's fun. So now it's time for the all-important not acronym part, where we go through words and tell you what they mean. I would argue it's equally important. Yeah. I I didn't say that it was more or less important. I said it was all important. important. I said all important. Mm, Wait till you edit this part and you'll see. Well, I'll just edit myself saying all important. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Anyways, dark rides. Dark rides are like any ride where the primary thing that you're focusing on is the like story and the ride is usually slow moving um, and you're going through different show scenes. So Test Track has a portion of it that is a dark ride. Right, the beginning part. Radiator Springs Racers. Exactly. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dark Ride. It's not about not having thrills, although frequently there's some overlap there. The less thrills in general, the more a ride has Dark Ride elements. But Now, is Rise of the Resistance a Dark Ride? Technically. Hmm. It's a really, really upscale Dark Ride. Right. But it is still a Dark Ride. It's just... I just find it harder with now as rides advance, like determining what category they fall into, because a lot of times they're going to start overlapping. Which I think is a good thing. I think that that's awesome. But like you think, oh, totally. you think of like uh, Escape from Gringotts at Universal, that mm-hmm. really mixes like there's, it's a roller coaster, I guess, but really it's mostly going through the show scenes. And when you think Dark Ride, my instant... Instant is uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Like when you say Dark Ride. Yeah, or Peter Pan. Uh Alice in Wonderland. Snow White, whatever it's called now. Oh, yeah. It's not Snow White's Scary Adventures. It's Snow White's Blissful, Happy, Peaceful Journey or whatever. Snow White goes to a meditation center. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Rope Drop. Rope Drop! Well, I'm going to, before I explain what rope drop is, have you yes. ever rope dropped Magic Kingdom? Yes. Well, when I was uh, in, like, drop... seventh grade. Oh, okay. Like, not on your Not CD. recently. Word. Okay. Uh, rope drop, for those of you who don't know what it is, and once again, we are not the right Disney podcast to be listening to if you probably don't know what rope drop is. Uh, rope drop is where you wake up stupid early so that you can go through security stupid early and wait in line for the park to open. So that you can be there when the rope drops and run out to go do all the rides and stuff. And I don't know about Disney World and or if they do this anymore. Obviously, pre-pandemic is what I'm referring to. But Disneyland has an actual rope. A literal rope. That they actually yeah. drop. Yeah. But I don't know about other... Like, I know, like, Epcot doesn't and Dak doesn't. I think Hollywood Studios so I did. Uh, I don't know if it was a little rope or what exactly it was, but it might have just yeah, been people. I know. Well, I actually should correct myself because Epcot does rope drop. At For the second half of the park? Yeah, or, at 11 a.m. Yeah. they rope drop World Showcase. Right. But like, no, at Disneyland it's an actual rope. I know because I rope drop Disneyland every time I go to Disneyland. <laughs> I tried, and then Lauren was like, no, we gotta sleep in and have a good time on vacation. And I was like, well, we need to get there now! 
Yeah, I don't understand the concept of going to Disney on a vacation if you want to sleep in on your vacation. Like, you either go to Disney on your vacation or you sleep in on your vacation, but there is no doing both. You can take vacations and you can take trips. Disney is a trip. Disney is not a vacation to me. I don't think I've ever taken a vacation. I think I take trips. Hmm. Now that's something to think about. (laughs) Yeah. Backstage, on stage. Why do we call it that? What does it mean? Because Disney's a show. Everything is a show. So you'll hear cast members say stuff about like, oh, good show, bad show. Basically just means like, does this look good for guests? Yeah, and for Disney. Well, yes. (laughs) Uh, So backstage is obviously employee only 95% of the time because there are some tours you can take that'll take you backstage. I remember I did I did the Walk and Waltz Footsteps tour when I was in Disneyland and like the cast member had to like prepare everyone. He was like, okay, we're about to go backstage. Remember, no photography until we get to the apartment. And me and like my friend that were doing it were just saying they're going, yeah, 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 yeah. We know. Let's go. Like, and the funny thing was it was four steps. Like it was literally go behind the wall into the apartment like it wasn't even backstage i was like okay come on if you ever accidentally end up backstage you will know immediately because it will cease to look like disney yeah 100 percent. there's very rarely a wall blocking you from backstage i mean there's plenty of walls blocking from backstage but like it's it's very easy to get backstage but in general it's very difficult to do it by accident there are only a few places in a few parks i can think of that like you can easily end up backstage yeah the the one that comes to my mind first and foremost is if you go behind the imagination building in epcot there's a bathroom oh yeah but then you take like two more steps and you're backstage like the wall is like right there Mm -hmm. so that is one of the only places i could imagine if a cast member gave you instructions to find the bathroom and they did not give you specific you need to take the immediate left you would end up backstage Lots of guests do. That is a high backstage yep. entrance point. Nothing there. So, I mean, kudos if you make it. <laughs> and then, obviously, on stage, opposite of that. Yeah. Things that you actually <laughs> want to see. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if you want to see them, but things that you're meant to see. Right. Things that they want you to see. The Tragical Express. This is not a real thing that people it say. It is a real thing. It is a real it thing is... that people say. Okay. I know lots of people that say this. Okay. Yeah. Like, a lot of Disney Instagram people and stuff that I follow say this. That's where I picked it up. Well, anyway, no one's going to say it anymore because Magical Express is going away. Rip. Again. You want to explain what it was? So, yeah. So, Tragical Express is Magical Express, but when you're going home. So, like, when it picks you up from your resort and takes you back to the airport or wherever it takes you, uh, that's the... The Tragical Express, because it's tragic that you're leaving. Plaids are any guest relations cast member. They're called that because they have a plaid vest. But in general, when you hear people refer to plaids, they're usually talking about um, like private tour guides, who are also considered guest mm-hmm. relations cast members. Um, and they will like guide people through the park and usually go through like fast pass entrances and stuff, um, even if you know you don't reserve a fast pass ahead of time. Because that's just how that works. Right. When you pay that much um, money. God, so expensive. 
I don't even know how expensive it is anymore, and I still would never pay for it. Previously, it was a few hundred dollars an hour, I think. An hour? Like, yeah. For And there was a minimum amount of hours. I, ca- I can't even fathom that. Table service and quick service are things elsewhere, but they have a very specific meeting at Disney. Table service right. is any place where a waiter comes to you and takes your order. And quick service is any other restaurant. Yeah. And the waiter thing. And also, do you who carries your food to the table is the best way to determine if it's quick service or table service. There are some places, I think, where you will place your order at the at the register and then bring back a thing uh, that kind of is in between. Oh, right. Counter service, quick service, you'll hear it both ways. The monorail resorts. There are three of them. Are there? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. I know, I know the three resorts. Wilderness Lodge is not one of them, but it's pretty close. You could hypothetically get to it. Yeah. Not from the monorail. There's the boats, so... It's a Magic Kingdom resort. It's a Magic Kingdom area to... resort. Exactly. So the monorail yeah. resorts are the Polynesian, or the Poly, so people refer to it as, uh, the Grand Floridian, or the Grand Flow. And the contemporary, or the contempo, which no one says unless they're talking about the contempo I was, I cafe. Was, I was about to say, do people say that? Like, no, have you heard that? I've never heard okay. anyone say that without referring to the cafe. And fun fact to go along with monorail resorts is also the monorail crawl, which you'll hear a lot of people talk about. And it's basically, it's bar hopping, but on the monorail. And you bar hop to the different bars at the resorts like Polly's Trader Sam's and Orcona. Grand Flow is now the Enchanted Rose. I don't know what it was before. Oh. Uh and then Contemporary It might be The Wave? Can't be Contempo Cafe. I mean, it must be the Wave, I guess. It must be the Wave. Unless the I, or I... Top of the World Lounge. Do you have to be a oh. Do you have to be D V C to go there? You might No. I think you can make a reservation and go. Okay. But I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah I've never done it. I just I see it referred to a lot on on the interwebs. Character dining is not necessarily obvious if you don't know. Yeah. It's uh, basically anytime you eat meals and characters come by. Pre-COVID. Well. No, I think they're still doing they do... it. No, they're just doing it as in they can't come within six feet of you now. Right. So, like, they just walk around and wave. You know what I've heard is the best character dining experience during COVID? Hit me. What's this one? What's the one in the land called? <laughs> The spinny one, Sunshine Seasons? Uh, Garden Grill. Garden Grill. No, Sunshine Seasons is the one at the bottom. Uh, the basement. Yeah. Yeah, Garden Grill. Because it rotates, and so the characters just hang out in the middle. Oh. So, like, you're the one rotating. And I'm like, why weren't That's... they doing that from the beginning? That's way smarter. Yeah, because I used to know people who were friends with characters at Garden Grill. There's more and... go for you. You can figure out what that one means. <sighs> We're not spoiling that one on the podcast. Uh, they were friends with the characters, and they like there was like charts that hung up in their like break rooms of like how they specifically were supposed to walk around right. so that they could stay with the rotation of the restaurant. Like they only had a certain amount of time at each table so that they could keep going. And yeah, it seemed stressful. I was like, wouldn't want to be you for a lot of reasons, but that's one of them. Yeah, photo pass. Or Memory Maker. And or. Yeah, they're related. PhotoPass uh, is two services. There's the PhotoPass photographers, who are basically the people who will take your picture 
wherever, in front of the castle, in front of, you know, Spaceship Earth, Tree of Life, whatever. But then there's also PhotoPass on rides where it will take your picture. So classic examples like Splash Mountain, as you're going down the drop, it'll take your picture at the top of the ride. Yes. And then Memory Maker is the package of PhotoPass. So like it's what you pay to be able to buy your pictures. In Disneyland, it's worth it because Ma- it's included in MaxPass, and MaxPass mm-hmm. is worth it regardless. In Disney World, it's literally like hundreds of dollars to get all of your pictures from a trip, I... and it is not worth it. No, I made it worth it. I bought it when Jack came. Um, it was, God, $385, I think. Yeah, and it's only valid for 30 days, so you are literally paying what, like... I don't even know how many dollars a day that is. A lot. A lot. Uh, and it was only worth it for me because in the 30-day span in which I purchased it, I had Jack visiting and my mom visiting. So, like, it made sense because it was technically two vacations that I paid for it. But why you pay that much money for a 30 days does not make any sense to me because no one's vacation is 30 days long. I got a day's worth, and I think it was like 50 or 60 bucks. And I got mm-hmm. a single day's worth of pictures with Lauren. And that it worked out fine, because those were great pictures. Um, right. I just had a good day of pictures, but... It's sad when that's one of your big purchases on your college program. Yeah. Is paying for park pictures. Because, like, they will take pictures on your cell phone. But there are some experiences, like we did the Tangled Lantern photo pass, and, like... I wanted those and stuff like that. So, and you don't want to have to remember to give them your phone or guarantee that they're going to turn out good on your phone. And and ride photos are, that's like the only way. So, Park Hopper. Bunnies. Mm-hmm. It's Easter bunnies. I wonder if they're going to have Magic Kingdom Easter bunnies this year. Oh, or the egg hunt in, uh, in Epcot. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, no, Probably Park Hoppers not, but... are uh, the tickets or the people who use the tickets. Uh, mm-hmm. to go between multiple parks in a single day. So it came back, I think it was like the beginning of this year. Um, yeah. And yeah, basically you have to pay a little bit more for the ticket, but you can go to multiple parks in a day. I almost argue it's, oh, okay. I'm not even going to almost argue. It is much more valuable in Disneyland than it is in Disney. Oh yeah. Because it's just so much easier. You just walk across the Esplanade. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been at Disneyland with a like a single park ticket. Next one is magical moments. Basically, anytime a cast member does not does something nice, I mean, I guess so, kind of, but basically, I mean, you know, makes a makes a special uh, moment for a guest. However, however, they manage to do that. Sometimes they're planned. Uh, we've talked about those before, and sometimes they're not. Sometimes your cast member is just feeling really nice. I was at. Uh, what's a Mexican food place in Frenchyland called? Pecos Spills. Uh, and uh, cast member like it was my my literally my first day of my college program in the park, and uh, a cast member there hooked me and my friend up with uh like a fro- a strawberry frozen lemonade slushy thing. That was awesome. Those are really great when they do that. Uh, also, on your birthday, they'll do that. Like mm-hmm. if you're wearing like a birthday button in the parks, like I. Had never had it happen to me before. Fun fact, uh, I must radiate big cast member energy or something when I'm in the parks. 
but uh, I was doing four parks in four hours with one of my friends and I was wearing my birthday button and she gave us both free cupcakes. Nice. Our food at Satuli Canteen, which pro tip, if you want a good cupcake in Animal Kingdom, Satuli Canteen's cupcake is really? actually very good. What, yeah. what makes it Satuli Canteen-y? Because that food is all very alien. It's literally just a like white cake with blue frosting. And it's not even like specially flavored or anything, hmm. but it's just really good. Cool. Like it's not dry like most Disney cupcakes. It's like wow. a good cupcake. Nice. Yeah. And that would be a good place to end. But then we put pop because people say pop and they refer to pop century. Pop. Pop. That's it. Okay. <laughs> that's that's our podcast. And ending. pop. Pop goes the episode. Um. <laughs> so yeah, if you enjoyed this and want to hear us talk about more in-depth disney stuff or go into details on any slash all of these things that we talked about today you can uh go ahead and subscribe to our podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts and you can find access to that on our anchor page which you can access at i hate the epcot barge.fun they added a new one this week and i hate it even more a new barge mm-hmm. not a new website but if you want to hate on things with us, you can also follow us on social media, like we've mentioned several places in this episode. Uh, it's at Signal25Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. There's not a lot of content on there right now, but there will be. I promise. Working on it. It's been light, but everything that's on there is a joy. So oh, enjoy that, and we will uh, enjoy seeing you slash not seeing you but you listening to our voices next time i'm paul Uh, i'm free and this has been signal 25